Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, April 18th already. Wow, can you believe that? April 18th of 2021. That means we are 13 days away from May. And May is like full-on springtime transition into you know, total summer mode, which I guess is, you know, that it makes sense. I mean, I haven't living here in Chicago. I haven't felt like it's been winter for, you know, at least a month or so, but I also don't, you know, you'd think, Hey, if it's the absence of winter means spring, right? I, I don't know. We're kind of in limbo here. I mean, even today is a perfect example where it's about, I don't know, low fifties. And normally I'm, I'm into that, but we just got back, Rachel and I, from a patio having some cool bevs, some wine. And when you're just sitting there, it's, you know, may- maybe my fault for wearing shorts. But it's just, you know, it's not quite as not quite as comfy as I wish it was. So, I don't know. That's the thing with Chicago, though. We'll go from this, where it's like pseudo-winter, pseudo-spring, to way too hot, muggy, sweaty summer just like that just by flipping a switch we don't get a ton of in between here but uh you know what that's how it goes it's better than days with nine hours of sunlight and freeze your buns off right it's way better than that my name is quinn david furnace and this is my show quinn david furnace presents the beantown podcast and we're coming to you live from rogers park Chicago will will be counting down the days here, counting down the episodes of, you know, how many more recordings we have from this location. And uh hey, I mean, I'll I'll let you know what my address is, or my old address is once I move out. And you all the loyal listeners who who never got to visit where I live, which for for most of you is is probably all of you because um by the time I move out here in you know f- six weeks, well, this this location will have been like three fourths of the least pandemic, almost a little bit less than that. But you know, we got here in June 2019, and work from home started in March. So I don't know the math on this. Maybe like f- like seven twelfths pandemic, something like that. But. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a hell of a ride and we're looking for places now to, uh, to, to move into. So it's not quite as dramatic as obviously the last move going from Baltimore to Chicago, right? This will literally just be like four miles south of here, but you know, I'll be renting uh, or I'll be hiring movers, which I've never done before. Um, not because I'm incapable of, or, you know, not, not cause I, could never, you know, just fathom moving myself again. Like I, I'm totally up for that. But the problem is, you, you got to have at least one other person, especially now that I have a couch. Like pretty much everything else I own. Not that I recommend or suggest doing this, but pretty much everything else I own, you can like go into you know Hulk mode and try to like do it yourself. Even my you know crazy solid oak dresser is like a huge pain in the ass, but it's possible by removing the drawers, taking like one step at a time, 
Um, and pretty much everything else in my apartment I own before pre-couch was like, you can do that. I mean, the bookshelf is a lot. The mattress is a pain in the ass to do by yourself, but like, it's possible. But now having this Craigslist couch, shout out to brother of the podcast, Jack Furness, for helping me move that, you know, two summers ago when, when I when I got here. That, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's just like not possible to do by yourself. So, uh, you know, and, and getting the truck and the hassle of, you know, having a truck and navigating it in the city um, and parking and unloading and stuff. And it's like, at the end of the day, when you work two and a half jobs and you feel like you hustle your buns off, which I do, in all, you know, humility, humbleness, whatever, I work like crazy and the money shows, which is great. And I pretty much pocket most of it and save it into retirement funds, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what have you. But, you know, every once in a while, I think I think it's okay to splurge on something that will help make your life significantly easier and less stressful. That's the other thing. For me, like the physical, the physicality of it, of moving, I mean, obviously it's a lot, but I'm a very anxious and stress-prone person if I'm not careful. And, uh, yeah, driving a truck and parking and all that stuff around uh, Chicago, that that is very high on the uh on the stress test for me so we're gonna we're gonna avoid all of that um but thanks everyone uh thanks everyone for tuning in my name is quinn this is my show listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the bean town podcast number one will occasionally use some language and number two this podcast is objectively terrible and i'll tell you right off the bat and you probably saw this hopefully you're okay when you open up today's podcast, it's going to be a shorter episode. Why? Well, two things. Number one, the last couple episodes have been longer. Uh, I want to give a shout out to two, excuse me, two special guests. Two weeks ago on our Easter show, we had my mom. Thank you to Jane, Dr. Jane Dennison Furness for coming on our show and sharing some great Easter thoughts. And then last week was our Fantastic Taxes special. If you missed last week, I would encourage you to go listen to it, um, not just for the taxes aspect. I mean, we, we had a lot of great fun, you know, talking money, doing some trivia questions from the CPA exam, uh, and talking about a whole lot of other things as well. Anytime you get uh, Matt Fiedler on the podcast, you know it's going to be a good time just because Matt is very insightful and knows his way around a podcast and a guest appearance and all that stuff so he's he's just one of those good guys to have on the show and you get him on you know it's going to be a quality hour of entertainment uh but it's just that our last last two shows have been longer um and so we're just we're we're, we're bringing it back in a little bit reining it back in i think this is episode like 171 172 something like that uh so we're getting closer to 200 let me you know do the math in my head if we're, what, 30 weeks right now away from 200, and that means, what, seven months, basically? So we're, we're essentially going to hit episode 200 in, like, right around Thanksgiving or, early, or, like, the week after Thanksgiving, something like that. That'll be a fun episode. 
you know, I don't know exactly what the holidays will be like this year in terms of location, travel, etc. But 200 episodes, you know, it's not like it's happening tomorrow. I mean, it's still, you know, the year 2021 will be almost over by the time we hit it. But that will be pretty exciting. Um, so that's number one, a couple of, couple of longer episodes. Number two, I'm just like, we just got back from the patio. We were at Moody's Pub, which was kind of fun to go to because our second date was at Moody's. And, you know, this was our... I, I'd been back, I think, once since then. Um, or maybe... Yeah, I, w- I went with my friend... Uh, well, actually, a couple of times. I went with my friend uh, and close friend of the podcast, John Paul Pandowski, who actually hosts his own show. If you never listened to the uh, Actually Nothing podcast, go check it out. And then uh, brother of the podcast, Jack Furness, doing a lot of name dropping today, um, was in town last summer at one point, and we went to Moody's. It's just a quality spot, right? There aren't that many really quality patios um, in Edgewater. I mean, you kind of have like, and this is this is totally like the tourist in me who doesn't know every single spot in Edgewater, but I kind of feel like you either go to, you either have your, your strip on Broadway or you have your Andersonville strip. And outside of those two places, pretty much neighborhoods, which is fine, and I love that vibe. But it means you don't have that much actually to access and so moody's is one of those you can't even call it a hidden gem because it's not like you know a lot of places are nice they have you know their storefront but then they have a a little secluded patio spot in the back right there are tons of great spots like that around town but moody's their patio is right there i mean you walk past it on the street and you see everything um and you know we got you know literally we show up today we each had two glasses of wine and we split a large basket of onion rings. It's not that's not the ordered size. That's just how it comes. And our total bill, tax and tip, tax and tip in the city of Chicago, liquor tax I think was forty two dollars for four glasses of wine, onion rings, tax and tip. Now if that isn't quality, I don't know what is. So I'm just you know not that I'm buzzed because I'm I'm not. I'm just kind of like. You know, I'm recording this. It's 4.30 p.m. on the Sunday. Just hanging out, just relaxing. I don't have much to say, right? If I didn't record a podcast every single weekend as the fans require, as they demand, as they pine for, um, then I wouldn't have recorded this weekend. Uh, I do have a couple things to say, though. And uh, the fr- it, it's, it's tough because... That that's the thing with with quarantine. I've I realized this. Not we don't really use the term quarantine anymore, but work from home. Um, a lot of you know the, this podcast is heavily driven by experiences and just unique situations, and you know you talk about those. And uh, you know, for me, oftentimes it's a lot of travel. Clearly, not in the last year and a half, for obvious reasons. But a big thing for me is that not more often than not, but oftentimes the last, you know, year or so, I've been recording a little bit earlier, you know, oftentimes like a Thursday or a Friday uh, or even like early on a Saturday. And a lot of what happens to me that it's worth talking about on the show will stem from something that happens over the weekend. And, you know, because I, I try to get the podcast out of the way, get it out there so you all can listen to it on the weekends if you'd like and be current, um, it means that a lot of a lot of what I would normally talk about on the show ends up being stuff that hasn't happened to me for a full week. And today's a great example. 
Um, even though now I, you know, I say that now I'm recording it, it's late in the afternoon on a Sunday. So I'm kind of just eating my own words. But what I wanted to mention, two things from last weekend. If First of all, if you missed it, and this is just a little shameless plug, a shameless self-promotion, but I had been working on Beethoven's Appassionata um, for a couple months now. And it was a really interesting kind of arc, a story arc here. I woke up in like early December. Now, if you don't know Appassionata, Beethoven's 23rd piano sonata in F minor, one of his more famous piano sonatas amongst us classical pianists, but but by no means is you know the Appassionata like very well known in popular culture, right? When people think of Beethoven you know, people who aren't classical pianists or just classical musicians, they would know, you know, Furley's Moonlight Sonata, um, Ode to Joy. A lot of people would be, you know, familiar with like Pathetique, for example, or his Fifth Symphony, right? Da 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 da, da 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 da. Appassionata is very well known amongst classical musicians, but it's it doesn't have that same level of you know well knownness. W e l l hyphen k n o w n e n no well known to k n o n two n's e s s okay it's not a word but we're having fun um but it's a very it's a it's a really good not really good use your words dude um, well constructed beautiful very moody piano sonata. And the weirdest thing happened to me, like early December 2020, I woke up and this was, this wasn't a piano sonata that I was really familiar with at all. I mean, I had heard of it, but I never sat down and listened to a recording of it. I had never sight read it before. I, if you had asked me in early December, Hey, tell me about a passion. I would have been able to say it's a Beethoven piano sonata. I don't really know anything else about it. I can't hum any of the melodies, none of that. So I woke up and it was in stuck in my head. In fact, we were just talking about this on family chat ever so briefly this morning where people have like head injuries and they wake up from their comas, knowing a different language. This is not quite like that, but it's, it's kind of down that same Avenue. I woke up not having, I feel like, ever listened to the, the, the piece of music, it's 25 minutes long and three movements, ever before in my life. And I woke up and it was in my head. And I was like, what on earth is this? I had to go digging through my sheet music, through my, my piano books, to, to try to find what this music was that was stuck in my head. Eventually I find it. It's a passionata. Basically what happened, to hurry the story along here, um, over Christmas vacation, I listened to it like once a day and just hammered it into my brain. And then when I came back uh, in you know late December, early January, I just started playing it, practicing it, whatever. And I had gotten it to a point maybe a month ago where it was as good as it has ever been slash as good as it's going to get. Because um, I only have so much time in my day to devote to you know playing the piano. It's not my full-time job it's not even my second job and nor is it my third job it's literally fourth on the totem pole in terms of time commitment for me but um i just started playing it a bunch and then i got a little burnt out by it um you know in in mid-march something like that and i should have made my recording then but i kind of just 
I kind of just flaked. And then last weekend, I had to work on Saturday. And afterwards, I was like, or actually, I didn't I didn't end up doing the final recording until Sunday morning. Rachel was in the suburbs, so I had a little bit more time on my hands. And I was just like, you know what? Yes, it's getting worse, the, the quality, the sloppiness, all that fun stuff. It's getting worse, absolutely. But I can make a recording now before and kind of stop the bleeding before it gets any worse and uh basically i recorded it sunday morning released it on youtube you know had the premiere all that fun stuff on sunday night uh and so that was kind of fun you know i had had a couple friends and family members watch it um and you know no one's getting famous here and it's pretty sloppy like i'm not that proud of the recording but uh you know i try to i try to you know not get too in the weeds get too technical with you know, my my criticization of myself, which is tough, you know, being a you know, classical piano major. But I'm just like, you know what, I'm 26. I have not, literally, I've not had a piano lesson in, I think, six years, seven years, something like that. And I, completely self-driven, like, and this is a 25-minute piece of music that I memorized, you know, still sloppy, still wish it was better, but still put my heart and soul into it and had fun with it right so um got that out there if you haven't listened to it go check it out or at the very least you can be like here's here's what i would actually encourage you to do watch a couple minutes of me playing and be like and leave a leave a like leave a comment subscribe say wow congrats quinn a lot of hard work put into this great job then go find a professional who plays it and you can actually hear what it sounds like when it's you know, done by someone who gets paid to do this sort of thing. And you can appreciate how awesome of a piece of music it is. Okay, so that's what I encourage you to do. And so now the question is, well, what's next, Quinn? I haven't figured it out yet. I, uh, you know, I'm not practicing Appassionata right now. Um, but I've got, got got some other things in the hopper. We'll see what sticks. Um, and, you know, we'll figure, you know, make, make, make two or three recordings a year. It's fun, right? It's just a little, you know... I'm not, I'm 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 retired from all this stuff professionally, but it's just kind of fun and uh, just just a way to stay creative and artistic and all that fun stuff. So that 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 came out last Sunday night. That was a lot of fun, um, you know, to be able to to play that and and share that with with everyone. Yada yada yada. So what we're gonna do now is a quick ad read, and then I have a little. Local business price jack story for you all. And then I think we'll finish it up. But let's read our ads here. We haven't had full ad reads in a little while. Home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth? All because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe certified home inspector that you can trust, you know who to call. His name's Steve. He's my dad. His number is 541-410-0316, or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316, or just visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. I'm sipping some water 
I needed a little bit of water to, you know, counteract the wine, get hydrated. So probably a little bit more wine tonight. Um, I got some new, uh, I got, I, I bought, uh, whiskey. I bought liquor. Uh, I bought a handle of liquor for the first time today in, I think a year and a half. I was trying to think back. Okay. So I, I bought some gin for my birthday last year, 2020 in like early March. So I guess that was probably the last time I bought some liquor. I don't think I've bought whiskey since then. Um, but I bought Buffalo Trace. Rachel actually saw it, recommended it, picked it out. Not that she's a whiskey connoisseur, but it was her recommendation. I said, sure, why not? Let's do it. I've gotten some ads in the past for Buffalo Trace, so we'll see how it how it works. It was like 40 bucks or something like that. So uh, it should be good. We might do, might, probably won't do any more sipping today. I probably will just have a glass of wine and just kind of fade out. I'm pretty, I'm pretty tired. Uh, ran 16 miles yesterday. Been eating a lot. Getting some steps in. Just kind of like, just, just kind of, you know, relaxing, chilling. So the whiskey might just knock me all the way out. But anyways, that's pretty exciting. Buffalo Trace. I'll let you know how it is. But I'm sipping on my Jack Link's cup here. Jack Link's Beef Jerky. Feed your wild side by visiting jacklinks.com. Unofficial sponsor of the show. I want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U series. It's got crisp, clean audio quality, even though we're down to one. And I think as soon as I move uh, apartments here in six weeks or so and, and sort of get everything sorted out, figured out, you know, once I've downsized and upsized and all that fun stuff, we'll, we'll go ahead and it's as easy as I, assuming that they still carry the Q2U series slash Samson is still a company, then we'll just go ahead and, and grab another one and we'll be back to normal. Uh, cuts by Q Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle. Oh, I should mention when God speaks, he uses a Samson. Uh, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's just like Enter Sandman, only different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicago land area. Uh, from beehives to bangs, full hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200, or you can email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. And I actually realized, like three days ago, that we, you know, we advertise the Cuts by Q email address all the time here on the show, as well as the podcast email address, beantownpodcastyahoo.com. And I've got, I've got the, the podcast email address linked up to the mail app in my phone, so... You know, when there is ever a message that comes through there, um, I see it, you know, along with all my other emails. However, Cuts by Q at Yahoo.com is something we advertise every week, but I don't actually check it. So I had to go back in there, and it's crazy. You know, I have all these different email addresses. And so occasionally when you're, you know, doing something online that requires an email address, and it's a place that I don't have no wish to, you know, like you log into an airport Wi-Fi or something and, you know, South Carolina or wherever you are that you're never going to be again. Um, and so you're like, here, take this email address or like some some random like food carry out, you know, third party service you got to do on the road. Anyways, 
So I use cuts by Q for a lot of random things like that. So I, I went back in like literally on like Friday or something to see, hey, maybe there was someone who emailed us you know, half a year ago for a haircut. No. And I'm blaming the pandemic for that. Um, where were we? From Beehouse to Banks, Fallhawks to Flat Tops. Uh, we already read that. Uh, cuts by Q. Yeah, how to come again? That's cut. It's Q-U-T-Z by Q at Yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Cuts by Q. Okay, I have one other thing because I promised you a shorter episode. And we're going to come in right around half an hour. And that's going to be great because I am going to go relax and drift off the rest of my Sunday. Here's what happened. This was last Sunday morning. Another story from the weekend prior. Because literally all that happens to me during the week, it's, it's, it's literal a clockwork. I mean, working from home, I wake up and I usually have like a, a China meeting for my con- consult, consult, consultation, consultant is the word I was looking for, job. You know, so you you have a meeting with these kids in Beijing. So it's like 9 p.m. Beijing, 8 a.m. in Chicago. And so I'll do that like three or four days a week. Then I get my coffee going. I work my DePaul job by 4 or 5 p.m., go out for a run, come back, eat supper, watch the shield. And I'm in bed by 9.30. And that is like, that's Monday through Thursday. Oh, to to for like the longest time lately, at least this calendar year, like that's what happens. Literally nothing interesting happens to me that's podcast worthy. Okay? So we have the weekend as our saving grace. Here's what happened to me. There's this little place and I was thinking about it as I started recording. I was like, do I want to name drop? And I realized like, you know what? They they've earned this. I'm gonna name drop. Um because I've had pleasant experiences before this. There's this little coffee, I guess you'd call it a coffee shop, but they have like some packaged goods off to the side, just like really random things. I don't really know how to even describe it because it's not packaged goods that are necessarily just related to, you know, like the coffee shop experience. They are just like random groceries, whatever. Sauce and Bread Kitchen. It's on Clark Street, south of Devon, um, you know, be, between Devon and Rosemont. So it's the 6300 block of North Clark on the west side of the street, just south of Devon in the Shell Station there. It's a coffee shop that has some very strange hours, especially with the pandemic. They've shifted to mostly like 10 to... Well, at, at times they were going like three to eight so that you can't, you know, they were going into like full on restaurant mode at that point. You you can't be a coffee shop and be open from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Now it's like 10 to 3 Thursday through Sunday. But last Sunday I went there before family chat, which starts at 930. So they must be open earlier on Sundays. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Sauce and bread kitchen. I'd been there maybe four or five times before this in my life, living up here in Rogers Park. And it's it's literally the closest coffee to me. I mean, it's a like a six-minute walk from my apartment. Um, and the 
I go past there all the time when I go to Duncan because the Duncan is just another block down the street. And I'm always going past and like, man, I wish I could go to Sauce and Bread Kitchen instead simply because like, hey, I like supporting local business and it's super close, whatever. But their hours are so bad that it never works for me. Anyways, last Sunday, I'm like, okay, well, let me go get some Duncan for family chat. And I was like, oh, maybe Sauce and Bread Kitchen is open. And they were. So I saunter in there 9.15 on a Sunday morning. There's three people working there. And I'm like, you know what? It's the type of sneaky place that has menu items like in the chalkboard but no prices. But I'm like, I've had good experiences with them in the past. Not worried about prices. Plus supporting local business, whatever. So I say, okay, let's let's keep it simple. At first, I was just thinking coffee, but then I was like, you know what? I could go for a little, a little bagel, and I see that they have bagels up on the chalkboard. And so I say, first, I would like a medium coffee, and they say, well, we have 12 ounces, and we have 20 ounces. I'm like, well, there's your first mistake. How can you not have a medium coffee for the, the middle America crowd, right? We're either going like tiny little soda can or big daddy jumbo mama. Okay, so I'm like, you know, what? just give me the large whatever. And I I typically am not like a large coffee kind of person. In fact, I got Dunkin on Monday morning or Thursday morning, whenever that was. And I got a small because I was literally like sometimes if I have a medium, I just get too jittery. But I was like, whatever, just give me the large. Give me the 20 ounce. And then I also was like, oh, you have bagels up on the board. I didn't say that to him. I said that internally. And I was like, so give me a bagel. What kind of spreads do you have? And he's like, oh, we just have cream cheese, regular cream cheese. I was like, okay, whatever, that's fine. What kind of bagels do you have? We just have everything bad. I'm like, okay, whatever, that's fine. That was a big slur of words, but I hope you followed it. Um, and you, here's your chance. So fa- immediate family members who I told this story to last week already know the, know the answer to this. But we play a little prices right. Here's your chance for you playing at home. 20-ounce coffee. Black, no, you know, this is drip coffee. We're not talking like triple pump cafe latte frappuccino cappuccino special order, right? With the beans from the jungles of Laos, okay? This is black coffee, 20 ounce. And a bagel with cream cheese, okay? Not fancy cream cheese, literal regular cream cheese. How much? What's your guess? With, uh, with, with, I think this was tax, tax before tip. I think I don't remember. Okay, take your guesses because I'm about to reveal it. Pause if you need it. Whatever, twelve dollars for a coffee and a bagel, which is just brutal. You know, I didn't see a receipt or anything like that. I should have. I was just so in shock, and I was just like. I mean, I really wanted to just be like, you know what? I am just going to pop down the street instead, and I can literally go to Dunkin' and do the same deal for less than half. Not That's not even an exaggeration. You can get a coffee and a bagel at Dunkin' for like four-something. Um, and so I'm thinking this place must have just like the most biz- – like bizarre is a strong word, but just – ridiculous if that's another strong word i want to use covid surcharge that they've got you know going for their business right now um and the worst part 
as you know, you put in your order. It's like, okay, it'll be ready in two, three minutes, whatever. And I overhear the workers, the lady who's making my bagel, who wasn't the person who took my order. She's like, are these the only bagels we have? And the guy who took my order is like, yeah, they're from a couple days ago. So, yeah, $12 for 20-ounce coffee and a couple days old bagel. And, uh, yeah, so that, that that was my farewell, okay, to Sauce and Bread Kitchen. Uh, I won't be going back partially because I'm moving, largely because it was, you know, just ridiculous price. And it's like, I, the, what I, what I was telling myself afterwards was just like, you know what, it's frustrating that I dropped $12 on something that could have been, you know, I mean, I had coffee at my house. I could have gone to Devon Market and gotten, you know, a sleeve of bagels and cream cheese for five bucks. Um, and so it's, you know, it's frustrating, but it's like, you know what, I'm supporting a local business, whatever, but that's the last I'm going to support them because I work in education. Okay. And I have a degree in music, so you can draw your own conclusions. Uh, but yeah, I, am not out here to shame sauce and bread kitchen or, or, uh, you know, ask my followers to boycott because God knows that would sink their business. But just, you know, thoughts you should know. Be on your toes, look out, and uh, you got to do what you got to do. But it really is a shame. I mean, there's, you know, Sauce and Bread Kitchen, local local coffee shop. And then about a year ago, is uh, there's the Ellipses incident, which it wasn't an incident, but just that's a coffee shop on, you know, Devon, like the 1400, 1300 block of Devon. Um, and I had to just stop going there because their coffee just tasted so bad to me. The most bitter tasting stuff I've ever, I, you know, I haven't been back in a year. I literally was like, because I was going like once every Friday or something to try to support local business during the pandemic, be like, you know, get something fancy, like support their business, whatever. But it was just so bad. I couldn't do it anymore. So that place is on my hit list. Sauce and bread's on my hit list. And then the one place I actually loved, which I was going about every week, every other week, I had a punch card. Even I, I had, I, you know, cashed it in one time. I got my free coffee and I was working on my second round um, was the common cup up on Morse. And I actually went, uh, Jen's Notstad. Let's throw a name out there. I got a I got an espresso with Jen's Notstad one time at Common Cup in like 2013. <sighs> and that has uh since closed. So I think I'm I think I'm heading out of Rogers Park at just the right time, which is kind of fun funny, but also like actually kind of feel that way. Cuz I feel like I am running out of coffee spots here. Anyways, I promised you about 30 minutes. I went way over with that last story, but I promise that's all I got to say. So, everyone, I appreciate you tuning in and listening. Our email is beantownpodcast.yahoo.com. Again, that's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-N podcast at yahoo.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I hope everyone, wherever you are, you're having some nicer spring weather. It's potentially going to snow here on Tuesday, so we got that to look forward to. But uh, if you're listening to this right when we drop it on Sunday, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. If you're listening to the week, hope it was just a fun little 40-minute escape for you to uh, relax, check in, and uh, stay grounded. So, everyone, thanks again for supporting our show. 
I don't know what we have coming up uh, next couple weeks here. No, no big holidays or anything until well, we got. Uh, we're probably going to have mom back on the show in what three weeks. Here she'll be here, um, so that'll be pretty exciting in person. We might have to get another Samsung Q2U series. We'll see about that uh, to prepare for that interview. But that'll be our Mother's Day Mother's Day special in person, which is pretty wild. We've never done that before. Um, Otherwise, that's what I got for you. Maybe we'll get some power rankings lined up or something. I don't know. We haven't done one of those in a couple months, so that, that could be fun. Uh, but your ideas are welcome. Go ahead and email us or tweet at us at BeantownCast and let us know. Otherwise, that's what I got for everyone, so thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone is having a great April. And, uh, yeah, that's what we got. Let's cue up our music here, everyone. Appreciate you listening in. Stay safe. Stay sane. And I'm going to check in on you next time. Bye.